0: Alabama lands a big commitment yesterday and is another commitment on the horizon. Uh, Maybe so. You are locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein. That's him, Jimmy. Alabama got a commitment yesterday from young Jameer Grimsley, seen here in his NIL deal modeling for the soup store. Um, But but, uh, big commitment. We we knew it was coming. Uh, Doesn't mean we're not happy about it.
1: Well, thrilled about Jameer Grimsley. Pretty much a a big-time kid. I mean, per on three's rankings, he's the number 77 prospect in the whole country. I think anyone in the top 100 is elite to me. Uh, Obviously not like a five-star candidate, but a a 77 would be a very solid high four-star. Look at the programs he could have committed to. He could have committed to Penn State. He could have committed to Michigan, uh, his in-state Florida Gators. Um, He's a really tall cornerback. Uh, what you like about that is if he sticks at corner, that's awesome, because how many people have a nearly six-foot-three cornerback with those long arms uh, makes him just ideal for the position, or better than ideal, because there's not even many in the NFL, frankly. But uh, if it doesn't work out at corner, he's got a safety frame. He could easily move to safety, uh, and he plays a lot of wide receiver in, in in high school. I actually think, Luke, maybe his best position might be even our hybrid spot, you know, it's star which is a little bit of corner a little bit of safety uh, he might be just absolutely ideal for that because every every trait you would want in a star uh, he's got uh, also a good kid he goes to a private school in Tampa uh smart uh has come to Tuscaloosa Nick Saban himself has been involved in recruiting Jameer Grimsley uh so this this was a high value guy high target that Alabama wanted and he now pairs with Jalen Bachway, who's uh, going to, to play a cornerback for Alabama at the other corner. And what a nice pair of corners. Alabama may not even be done at cornerback just yet. We'll see. But uh, <clears throat> this was a big pickup for Alabama. Uh, I'm excited about Grimsley for sure.
0: Well, you should be. I mean, he, he looks, uh, got lengthy and uh, fast enough. And, and, you know, the, again, we've talked about it on the previous podcast. These are the kind of defensive backs you want. Now it used to be, Defensive backs, for the most part, were diminutive, you know, very quick on their feet. Um, and there's still a place for those. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I, big pickup if you ask me. You guys at On3 do have him ranked a little higher than most other services. Right. I, I will point we, you. Out. We think the others are going to catch up. I'm, I mean, you know, I'm always bragging on On3. I mean,
1: if you're going to follow one ranking service, I highly recommend On3, just simply because it's the best people. I mean, I'm just being honest. The best people in the business that do the rankings, the most experienced, the best guys at it. And it's a whole nationwide effort, but really that rankings department is really good. Uh, and, and so I, I have a lot of confidence. Now I, I'm curious, you know, what the other services say and do, but hey, it's still sort of early in the process. You know, when you're, you're six months away from the final rankings, they're gonna change any number of times. Like, a, a, a dude on, on our uh, board uh, the other day at BOL, made a great point about comparing rankings to GPAs. You know, that's that's really smart because everyone asks you when you're done with college what your GPA was. They don't ask you, yeah, well, I know you graduated 3.8, but like between your junior spring and and, and senior fall, what was it then? Well, who cares? Nobody cares what your GPA was. They only care what the your final GPA happened to be and that's what recruiting rankings are. I mean, we're six months away from the final ranking, so so no one should get too caught up in where they are. Just kind of use it as a general guideline until the final rankings come out. But we think that Jameer Grimsley is going to end up national top 100, which is where, uh, where on three has him now.
0: And correct me if I'm wrong, but he plays for Jameer uh, – excuse me, Jarius McIntyre, right? He plays for him? Is that but his coach? It. it that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. And, and Jairus McIntyre played at Auburn, who was a teammate of T. rob Tavares Robinson, right. who, uh, Traveris Robinson, who, um, recruited, uh, uh, Grimsley the most. So just interesting, you know, uh, all things come full circle with, uh, with the Iron Bowl, right? Well, it's who you know, you know, I mean, recruiting, I mean, there's a lot about relationships.
1: And who you know, and that's obviously something Alabama and T Rob could, you know, could use to their advantage in terms of getting in the door with Grimsley. Uh, and, and he does have a good relationship with T Rob, but just, you know, in terms of our information at BOL, one of the things that sort of pushed us over the top actually was Nick Saban being personally involved in Grimsley's recruitment meaning that Nick, Nick's personally involved with everybody to an extent, but in terms of just calls and and, and and having his hand in things, and of course it makes sense because Nick Saban coaches the cornerbacks and Grimsley's going to be a corner at Alabama. And, again, I, I think that's a major factor here.
0: Jimmy, we're going to go ahead and tell everybody about FanDuel. Love us some FanDuel. You love FanDuel. I love FanDuel. We all love FanDuel. You can't beat it with a stick. Uh, you can take your first swing at betting on Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get ten times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks. And you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over under to who you think is going to first home or have the first home run, all these funky things that make watching baseball palatable. <laughs> all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. None of this screwing around like we got to verify that you did. But No, they pay you instantly. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. On the next podcast, we're going to do really just about all countdown stuff, I think, Jimmy. And we are telling you in advance, we'll probably be in the same T-shirts. So uh, just letting you know early it's going to be all background mm-hmm. stuff next time but um now jimmy want to talk about a guy that frankly i have not been keeping up with i'm, I'm not sure. going to lie uh jacob i guess you say good g i go g- with good i go with good but
1: uh boy we can be off we were really off on uh on the, the defensive tackle from Isaiah. I
0: was today. well pronounce it right Isaiah faga is what, or faga is what we've been saying what is it Isaiah fonga <coughs> Isaya Fanga. Okay, again, it's one of those tricky Hawaiian things where they yeah. put an "n" in the pronunciation, but there is no end. It's the opposite of a silent letter.
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's a it's a loud absent letter. Yeah, that's there we it. go.
0: There a we loud go. Loud
1: absent letter. Fonga, just like Tungo Valoa, where there's no "n" in in, in Tua's last name. But they that's Asaya. that's just that's just uh, how they do it. And uh, I think it's a cool name, frankly. Now, now that I know the name and know the correct name, I'm like, wow, that's a cool name. I don't like this kid even more if I knew the correct pronunciation all along. Isaiah Funga. Uh Jacob Good. I'm going with Good for right now. Uh I am going to find out in the next day or two because I think it's I think it's going to become important as the week progresses. He is a real interesting kid. Uh, you know, he is a safety. Uh, a little undersized and here here's the the story in terms of my evaluation of him because like luke I, I didn't i wasn't paying a ton of attention to good but the fact is alabama's like him all along this isn't someone new that alabama just found alabama has liked this kid from the start and he's going to commit this week we believe at bol this is trending in the direction of, of alabama taking good uh he likes auburn a lot he likes central florida a lot other schools uh, have a hand-in with him. Uh, if, if he chooses Alabama, my, my thing is it's probably over Auburn. Um, so when I, I really started diving into Goud, uh what stood out to me, Luke, and this was before I saw anything, I, I, I'm like, look, we like him as a safety, and then I see his size at 5'11", 177. I'm like, you know this reminds me of? is Malachi Moore uh, because Malachi, we recruited – Uh, who ended up a safety at Alabama. But he was approximately, almost exactly that size when he committed to Alabama. And he ended up being a safety, as we know. And not only that, it ended up being a a pretty good safety, particularly his freshman year, as we all know. And I think he's going to have a senior year that looks a lot like that. So I thought, man, that kind of reminds me of Malachi. And then for the first time, I watched uh, Jacob Good's tape. And to my eye, and I want everybody out there, you know, if you can, you know, to watch a few minutes of it, to to either agree with me or disagree, feel free to, but he looks so much like Malachi, it's crazy to me, like, like you could have easily convinced me this is Malachi's twin brother, uh, in terms of his high school tape, I mean, it looks like the same player, I mean, he looks and plays like Malachi, in almost every way, every word I would use to describe Jakeman, undersized safety, extremely physical. Pound for pound, he's a hitter. He's a great tackler. He plays the game very physical. He's also highly instinctive. He's a great diagnoser. He sees the play coming before the play starts. He's moving in the direction of where the ball is going before the ball is snapped. He diagnoses things excellent. He gets there. He's real physical. He's pretty good with the ball skills. They're not awesome, not awesome, but pretty good in terms of making a play on the ball and just looking like a ball or athlete. Pretty good. Any weakness he has that I see is just basically a size speed thing. Whereas, gosh, is he big enough to be safety? Uh, is he fast enough to play? Does, I think those are, are, are reasonable questions. And I do think covering uh SEC wide receivers vertically, you know, having you know being able to 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 run with SEC receivers and on vertical routes. Uh that's going to be a question mark maybe. Uh and, and who did I just describe? Malachi Moore, right? Um uh, and hey to me, and simplifying it, it's a decision for Alabama this. Do you want four more years of Malachi? I, I think the answer to me is oh heck yeah. Heck yeah I would take him all over again maybe he plays a big role. Maybe it's a supporting role. Maybe he starts late in his career. Maybe he starts early in his career. Malik got started game one, day one. Uh, so, and, and I think why? Because he's physical and instinctive. That's why. And that's how I described Jacob Good. So to me, I see why Alabama likes him. I, I really do. Now he's not ranked too high at all. I think he's four seventy-seven or something in the, in the in the industry ranking right now. It's really low for somebody Alabama would take. I'm sure he's going to rise. But this is a guy that's probably never going to be ranked too high. I went back and looked, by the way. Malachi ended ended the ranking cycle around 188, 185. Uh, I, I don't even think Good will be quite that high uh, at the end. But I, do, I think he's going to be around 250, you know, 250, 300 probably by the end. But still, uh, he's a take for me because I think he fits what we really like and he might be a fitted star just like malachi has been although i think this year we're going to see malachi quite a bit at the safety spot so that that's basically in a nutshell to me who jacob good is he's uh he's an off the grid under the radar uh, malachi Moore, and uh he commits july 6th we believe this is going to be alabama
0: you know what's funny is that you you rattle off what you think about him and then you rattle off and, and the size of him and his weight, et cetera, and you do the same for Grimsley, and I, you would think their roles would be reversed. Grimsley would be the safety, and uh, Good would be the cornerback, right? That's On what it size. seemed like the, the first thing that came like to mind. Operation. On
1: size, absolutely. Grimsley's a much – I would say a much – Grimsley's heavier and taller, and yeah. And I think Grimsley is going to end up in the 6'3", I'm going to say when Grimsley finishes at Alabama, he'll be about 6'2", 205, which does not sound like a cornerback, but it, but he might be. Whereas I think Good's going to end up five-eleven-one ninety, and you know it, 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 that sounds like a cornerback, but I, I think he's going to be a. I think that's a great observation. But you put players where their skill sets are, and, and Grimsley runs a ten-nine-four hundred meters. He can fly. He can turn and burn. I think dude is just the more natural physical player you want to play in the middle of the field. His tape, his high school tape, he's practically playing a linebacker at 177 and is destroying people. I mean, he, he is the first clip you're, you're going to go in with, a, this is what will happen. You'll go in with low expectations says 5'11", 177, and then watch the first clip and go, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that's when he playing what amounts to, a, he is playing safety in, in the on the clip, but he, someone comes up to block him to keep him off the guy with the ball. And he just, he puts the blocker on his back and then goes and puts the the ball carrier on the ground with major force. And you're like, well, he don't play like he's 177. <laughs> I mean, uh, so he, it, it's, uh, and then there are coverage there. There's good plays with him in coverage. As a matter of fact, I think when he covers tight ends and backs and, and some receivers, man to man, he's going to be really good. Uh, you just don't want him on, you know, an NFL first round guy that runs a four or three, you know, vertical. That's going to be tough for him. But guess what? That's tough for every safety at every
0: level of sport. There's going to be a bit of a panic mode from some Alabama fans. Three star, uh, you know, Grimsley rated that. a four star by a lot of services, but three star on some. And, you know, I'm just telling you, some people are going to be like, eh, there's going to be a lot of hand-wringing. Uh, in fact, I read a post on the Auburn board saying, what is up with Alabama recruiting? They, they And now some of them had some common sense and said, yeah, they've only got three five-stars so far. But um, the others were like, well, they're taking, you know, this Grimsley kid. They're taking uh, – who did we just take the other day before Grimsley? Help me. Uh, uh, a fungus. Oh yeah, you saw funga. yeah, yeah. Uh, funga and 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 then they're going to be the same thing when we talk about good. Um, there's going to be a lot of hand wringing so we just need to be prepared for it. But again, I'm fine. No so Auburn, this, so Auburn look, look, look,
1: look, I know exactly what you're saying, but Auburn does want good, by the way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying I know that's coming, and so, so I think it is, it is. Too many people, and
1: a, I'm it's not like I'm I'm making fun or saying those people are wrong. I think the star system is awesome, and I think you ought to sign as many five stars as you possibly can, and Alabama is trying to do that. It's just, A, you can't fill up a whole class full of five stars. It's impossible. But secondly, sometimes you take kids over fit, and Alabama's rankings of the players don't rhyme up with the industry's ranking of the players either. Uh, so I, I just look at each player individually, and somebody asked me the other day, what do you think about the class so far? Probably a person asking because they had read or, or think the same things as some of the critics, as Luke just just pointed out. And when I said what I like about the class so far is the guys at the bottom, the guys down at the bottom, like Joseph Iannata. Yeah, I, I love that guy. Uh, I like Good a ton. I like Funga, even Rico Scott, you know, who's the low rated receiver that Alabama took early on. When he was a a whole summer ago, he came to Alabama's camp, and he's there 10 minutes And Nick Saban's full-off field going, I want you on this team. Are we supposed to just act like, oh, he's a three-star. Why did we take him? I mean, he, he was an A-plus take for Nick Saban in Alabama, uh, you know, and that was a whole year ago. So I I, I get it, but i also trust the staff's evaluations. And when I watch these guys on tape, I'm excited. There's been other years, Luke, where – guys at the bottom you know i'm raising eyebrows myself going i'm not sure what we see in that guy uh in this particular group so far i'm, I'm on board with with all the low rated guys that are that are on the commitment list and, and secondly we know what's to come right i yeah. mean there's other commitment casey Pose, the number one now he is the number one interior offensive line prospect in the country he's likely to go to alabama jordan seaton may end the cycle as the number one tackle in the whole country, he's probably coming to Alabama or at least leaning that way. Caleb Odom, number four tight end in the whole country, national top 100 prospect, likely Alabama. DeMarcus Riddick flipping from Georgia to Alabama, very, very possible. So so there's, there's other Peyton Woodyard could flip from Georgia to Alabama,
0: another highly
1: rated guy. Uh, so there, there's quite a few big names uh, that are out there that haven't made a decision yet. Alabama's class is going to end. This cycle ranked uh, very high, I have uh, no doubt. Not to mention all the re rankings will pull some of these guys up from where they currently are. All
0: right, Jimmy, let's take a break. When we come back, I'm going to let you uh, explain the Jamil Burroughs situation. And we're back. Jimmy, explain the Jamil Burroughs situation. Sure.
1: Uh, best I can or best that I'm allowed to. Uh, <laughs> it really doesn't matter now that he's gone, but uh, there was an incident, and y'all, I mean, just read online and, and, and piece it together best you can. We don't know exact facts and what we feel at BOL. Well, we don't know exactly what the facts are. We're not going to speculate or repeat stories that aren't verified. So, you know, uh, but y'all, y'all read the stories. It, re- regardless, he's not in any legal trouble. He's not in any criminal trouble, but uh, he was, he has left the football team uh, and you know the timing of it is it's it's fine actually. I mean he's a good player. Let's not. Well he's gone so let's whitewash and pretend like he wasn't. He's a good player. He's actually been playing with the first team. This would have been his third season playing first team snaps, uh, and he also had a really nice spring. And now that he's a much older kid, uh, he was probably going to have his best season. I would say that it's not crazy to to think that he could have been as uh, as as high as our number three. Defensive lineman, certainly no lower than fifth or sixth, uh, and 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 he's gone. So we got to replace that. Uh, here's the good news: we we really have a lot of competitive bodies there at that position. And I'll tell you who's going to eat Jameel Burroughs' snaps that I'm excited about, and that's James Smith, who's a real similar player to Burroughs in terms of size. I think Burroughs 6'3", 306, James Smith 6'3", 297, but he just got here. So extremely similarly sized. James Smith is an even better athlete. Another guy that's going to eat into some snaps here is Jamarian Latham, an older guy just like Burroughs. He's played with the first team now for two seasons. People forget Jamarian Latham played first team snaps against Georgia in the national championship game in 2021. So we're talking about an older guy who's played with the one, He's going to get more snaps now. Damon Payne, who we're, who we're close to talking about in the countdown, a highly recruited guy, sort of started coming into his own at the end of his redshirt freshman season last year. He's going to play more snaps. And a guy we haven't seen much of yet, Monkel Goodwin. Staff's pretty high on him. He had a pretty nice spring. He's probably now getting into the picture with Burroughs gone. So, yes, Burroughs is a good player. As a player, he'll be missed. Uh, but we do have quality dudes that are there to eat up the snaps. And, again, as far as what he did and, and, and being removed from the program or leaving the program, uh, you know, I think we should all really trust Nick Saban in this area in terms of how Saban gives players multiple chances to do right, but there comes a time when it's it's best for the program that, uh, that a player leaves. And, you know, uh, whether he was – forcibly kicked out or just left. It really doesn't matter. He's, he's gone and, and, uh, that's fine.
0: Yeah. And there's also that leadership council, right? I mean, I'm assuming they probably had some kind of say in it. They may not have had that in this particular instance. And again, go read the internet and get, you know, figure it out. But, um, I mean, we don't, we hate to sort of spread stuff that we may know is true, but just don't need to be said. Um, Anyway, you know, maybe they had something to do with it. this, maybe out of their hands, though, when it gets to this level. So I don't know. But Jimmy, that's going to do it for today's podcast. We will be back tomorrow with a full only countdown, only countdown stuff tomorrow. We're going to do Trey Amos, we're going to do Damon Payne, and we're going to do uh, Keon Keeley. So uh, again, we're going to look like we're in the same shirts because we're going to be in the same shirts, but we're going to do an all uh, countdown pod tomorrow. So join us then. Until then, roll tight, everybody. Roll Tide.